This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food writing critique, Milwaukee Magazine's Ann Christensen, and yours truly, 88.9's DJ Tariq. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about the return of a great dinner series called Tables Across Borders. It's a really good lineup. Can't wait to share that with you. Then, Ann brought the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. We got a couple things to talk about it from there, including your feature on the ladies of Sherman Phoenix. And we're going to talk about a topic that uh, I don't know how I feel about it, but <laughs> I figure our audience loves this topic. All things pumpkin and pumpkin spice. I guess that's the word. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do that. So, But right now, I want to get into this really cool dinner series called Tables Across Borders. We talked about this uh, early in the year, January. Uh-huh. Tell me more about this and what this is about. Uh, this is a really cool dinner series. Um and it's organized by this woman named Kai Gardner Mishlove. Uh, she coordinates health and social services for refugees. And um, she first decided to launch the series after eating in the homes of these various cooks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, the, there was a series of dinners that we talked about earlier this year. Um, and uh, it's, you know, it, who knows? I mean, what this could lead to maybe is having restaurants that, specialize in these types of cuisine, mm-hmm. which would be great because some of them are, are, are the types of cuisines we don't have here in a restaurant format. So the, this fall series um, runs between November 4th and December 2nd. Um, the first one is Eritrean. 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 Okay. We you know, want to make sure to pronounce that correctly. <laughs> it's on November 4th at Trickle Bee Cafe, which is on 44th and North. Uh, the second one is a Burmese and Rohingya dinner on November 18th at Amalinda, which is uh, downtown here at 315 East Wisconsin Avenue. And then um, on December 2nd, there's a Somali dinner at the Tandem um, in 1848 West Fond du Lac. And um, it's a two-hour dinner, begins at 6 o'clock, and um, the proceeds are going to go entirely to the refugee who's cooking the dinner, which sounds terrific. Um, and... Uh, Last year, apparently, all the dinners sold out. Sold so out. I'm all sure the dinners sold out. They had. I remember last well. year they had Karen cuisine, Karin cuisine, Serbian, and Ethiopian. Ethiopian. Yeah. And and the beginning of, of this year. So this is a really cool series. Really good benefits. Get to expose yourself to various uh, cuisines from around the world. And uh, I think that's the best way to get to know people. Right is through food. You know, you get to sit down at a table and enjoy food and have a great conversation. I think this this series is really a fantastic series. I'm glad they brought it back again. So I hope they do this more and more. Yeah, like me it's too. A, it's a really me cool too. program. Well, that was our um, conversation about the Borders Tables Across Borders dinner series, which kicks off on November 4th. Um, we'll continue our conversation with more about the Ladies of Sherman Phoenix, part of the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, uh, which is the women's issue. So I can't wait to talk about that with you, Anne. We'll be right back. Support for this bite comes from your membership and Society Insurance, an insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. 
A full menu of Society's coverages as well as risk prevention tips are available at societyinsurance.com. 88.9's new podcast series, Backspin. The search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Backspin. Stream all six episodes now. Now we're back, and we're going to continue our conversation. Well, the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, uh, the cover, it's called The Women's Issue. Yeah. Uh, is it on the stands yet? No, this is really, this is early. It's okay. just starting to go out okay. to subscribers now. And that cover is a is the first time we've ever done um, kind of a women's issue where we gave out awards inspired by our late publisher, Betty Quadraci. Oh. We called them the Bettys, the Betty okay. Awards. So, so this is the first women, year you've done this? Yeah. Okay. And all these women are really inspiring, really accomplished in different fields in the city of Milwaukee or across, you know, the community. So you you tackled the, the, the cover issue in your own way. I, yes. Talked and, about how what right. you did. So what I really, I felt was really uh, interesting is I, I've been wanting to cover the Sherman Phoenix in a different way, the development. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool place. It's been a year, almost a year now since it opened, yeah. if you can believe that. Um, so many fantastic businesses there and such a... It, an example to the community of an incredible gathering place yes, um, that's really positive. And um, so I was, I decided to do the sort of an interview with three of the women that own businesses there. Um, and uh, one of them is Adija Greer Smith, who owns a bakery called confectionately yours by GGG. Um, very tasty. Very. Oh, her stuff is amazing. Yes, it is. Yeah, she's really great. Marcia Taylor, who owns Lush Popcorn, I've had her again, popcorn too. Infu- popcorn infused with things like liquor. Oh you know, well, yeah, <laughs> liquor. Not all of them are liquor. I mean, she's got a great cheese popcorn, a cheese mm. jalapeno popcorn. But yeah, the ones with the bourbon liquor are yeah. really good. And then Joanne Sabir, who is also a de- the de- part developer, with Julie she, Kaufman, with Julie Kaufman of the whole development, but she also owns. Uh, Shindig, formerly known as Cafe, the Juice Kitchen. Yes, with her husband, and she's also part owner of Sauce, which is the pizza p- place there yes. as well. So I didn't know that. That's from cool. I learned that from Joanne. Oh wow! Yeah. Cool. So um, all and, and so we talked a lot about like being you know what it's like for them to be entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um, uh, as examples to other entrepreneurs to other women of color who want to be entrepreneurs in the city. And um, they just had a lot of really cool things to say. I mean, and they're all African American women. They're all African American. Which is an interesting women, study. Yes. <clears throat> there was an article about the fastest demographic of entrepreneurs or African American women in the country. Interesting. Yeah, so, well, I love what they're doing too. If I mean, not only you know is this are they part of a development that's is a really positive, in, incredible development that mm-hmm. that. You know, so that's a great example in the city. And across pro- the country. And across the country, yeah. too, right? Uh, their products are really good, too. Mm. So, I mean, I don't think you could go to any of them and be like, oh, I don't really like so Talk that. about I mean, some of the, the questions you asked and some things you did not know that kind of surprised you in this story. Do you have any kind of uh, Yeah, anecdotes? well, it's interesting. Like, I, Adija is so interesting. I actually did not know that she competed on the Food Network. Really? For what yeah. show? Well, it was a show. Um, it was like a Christmas cookie challenge. <laughs> and right it up was, your alley. Yeah. Well, she was really, and I, yeah, I do like to make Christmas cookies. But what, she's so, she's she's really modest about her skills. And she said, um, and if you've seen, have you seen her decorated cookies? Yes, They're, I have. 
gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But she taught herself how to do that. And and I think before that um, that Food Network uh, opportunity came up, she didn't feel like she she really had those skills. So she really worked on it. So I learned a lot about how how she started. I guess how she started in in within her business. Because she wasn't, I mean, she was a home baker and someone that grew up learning mm-hmm. about baking from her grandmother. And <laughs> That's where using, all we like, we learn from the Well, what I also love about her, too, is a lot of her baking is really classic. A lot of really classic recipes that she puts her own spin on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I think I learned a lot about her personally and as a baker. Um, Marcia, I did not know uh, that Marcia is also an engineer. What kind of engineer? She is, well. I'm a guess. Yeah, why don't you guess? Civil. She's a biomedical engineer. So not a civil engineer. But she works. She still uh. works at GE. So uh, she's juggling these two, she, her job at GE and this business that she has that started out um, when I, I believe, she, you know, she was making popcorn. She's doing making infused popcorn for herself because <laughs> she couldn't find a product that she liked. You know, oh, I know, that, I know that feeling. Yeah, and then a friend of hers or someone she knew said, "Can you do like a popcorn bar at my wedding?" Oh. And that's where this all started. And her brother. Cool story. It is a cool story. And her only—I mean, she's several part-time employees, but her only full-time employee is her brother. So um, <laughs> it's a family business, and all of them are really their families are involved. All of these women. Have I can see why involved. they're popular. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, and you understand the name Lush Popcorn. What? Why is it Lush? Well, Lush partly because, you know, there's that boozy element of mm-hmm. the popcorn. You're Lush. Get it? <laughs> that, that's where it came from? Well, that's 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 part of it. It's also okay. luscious. Oh, okay. You think of it's just so delicious. I can, luscious. I, can, I just want to like, so you sat around like, hey, you remind me of Lush. That's the name. Like, it's a cool story, though. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, okay. And um, Joanne is just an incredibly inspiring person. She's like a renaissance I, woman. Oh, she's incredible what she, yeah, I, yeah. It's, yeah, all the things that she does. It and makes I, me feel lazy. And I ended up talking with her. It was hard to kind of schedule time to talk over the phone because she's so busy. And she was very close to giving birth to her daughter. Um, and so she, you know, she's very, very pregnant. So she's got to <laughs> take some time off and rest. Yeah. Another thing I really learned about them, too, is I think they just have a really great network of support mm-hmm. amongst each other. That's really good. They work together mm-hmm. and they support each Again, other. Again, just like the Sherman Phoenix is a good model, they are a great model yes. yeah. uh, for women across Milwaukee. Absolutely. And so yeah. This was a great piece. I can't wait to read the entire piece when the issue comes out. Cool. Yeah. Uh, next up in the Milwaukee Magazine, um, a topic that is near and dear from a, to from a very heart. positive story to a negative story, <laughs> at least in my book, negative. But we're gonna do it because you know we, we care about the listeners and what they like. We're gonna talk about. Um, you can say it, Tari. Do you want me to say it? You say it. Okay. Well, it's pumpkin spice time of year, as you, as many of us know. La, 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 this started. No, go ahead. And you know, it's this is this started longer ago than I would have thought. I guess it goes back to like you know the pumpkin spice latte craze at mm. Starbucks. Yeah, thank you, Starbucks. Thank you so much. But for I this. didn't know they started it back in two thousand and three. That's longer than I would have yeah. thought. Yeah. That's sixteen years ago. Yeah, and it's still going on. Yeah, strong. So <laughs> you know, I, I work with a lot of people who actually like this. Yeah, they like the idea 
of pumpkin spice. And, you know, in some cases when you get the, I mean, you go to the grocery store, you can find the pumpkin spice flavored cereal. and Spam. Spam. You know, there's probably. Granolas. Yeah, there's just, it's everywhere. It's infiltrated everywhere. But the, the in many air, cases, stuff I was going to say, I mean, this is a chemical that, that flavors these things. And a lot of times it's really not even pumpkin. There's no pumpkin There's in no it. There's no pumpkin in it. No. So what people in my office were saying, and this was really by demand that I had to do this story. It's like, <laughs> I'm where, sorry. Who, I know. Thank you. Um, who, who are the businesses or what are the businesses in town that are actually doing pumpkin flavored items right now and what would you recommend people get if they really want to explore this okay so So i have a list of things go ahead okay i'm going to start with the pumpkin spice waffle that's available at the stone creek downer cafe because they have a menu over there okay they do breakfast yes they do yes yeah so um this thing is really decadent you've had Um, all these pumpkin things yeah and um i don't know if you've ever eaten over at the downer cafe because they do those um those Liège-style waffles mm-hmm. over there. And so this one is a Liège-style pumpkin spice waffle, and it comes with a pumpkin cream cheese filling, toasted pepitas, which are pumpkin seeds, mm-hmm. and and pecans, whipped cream, and maple syrup. So it's almost like a dessert, but I'm you know it's something you want, might want to eat mm-hmm. for breakfast. So that, that's what, yeah. yes. And speaking of that, the only thing I like about a pumpkin is it's the smashing seeds. one? The oh, seeds. the seeds, okay. It's the best part of the pumpkin. Other than that, that's it's not your thing. Not my thing. Okay. Um, one of my favorite soup places in town is the Soup Atsi. I don't know if you've been there. It's down, yeah. Is that new? No. Oh. It's down on the south side, 3950 South Howell Avenue. I don't think that is. I think that's maybe St. Francis. Okay. It's south of Bayview. They have great homemade soups there. Now, they they do a lot of, like, rotational. Like, the soup comes maybe two times a month. They have a Thai pumpkin crab soup that is really good and it sells out really, really? fast. So you got to look at their calendar on their website. So they post their soup schedule. Exactly. Okay. And um, and then find out when when it's available. And you've had this too. I have. Yeah. Is it, it, full of, is it full of crab? It's full of crab. So it's like some places, you know, we have a crab soup and you have like one no, piece of crab. No, it has crab in it. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Um, if you want or if you're thinking on sort of the boozy side. Yes. Uh Great Lakes Distillery comes out with a pumpkin seasonal spirit, which um, has a hint of caramel and nutmeg. And they recommend mixing it with apple cider or using it in an old-fashioned. So you had this too? I've had it when they've done it before. I haven't had this year's. So you're not sitting at home just like writing this article? Losing it down with the stuff. <laughs> no, 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 no. Darn, that'd be a great image. So I, I think maybe I should save some of these others for mm. people pick up, to pick up the issue and discover what other pumpkin-flavored items are in the store. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. Or did you want me to mention another one out of it? No. I I, yeah. I, I just I wanted to like make sure our listeners, because I know people, I have friends that love this stuff, and I want to make sure yeah. that they know about all the uh, okay, pumpkin I'll thro- varieties. I'll out throw there. out one more again. Yeah, please this do. Is a, this is a specialty item. Again, it's going to be on a rotational basis. You know, Bert, Birch and Butcher offers, well, it's a baker uh, named Allison Sabula. Her business is called Hatched. She does those hand yes, pies. So really, good. I know so they're good. so good. She has a, a pumpkin hand pie. Pumpkin filling. I love the lemon curd. That's a blueberry lemon curd. I still like it. Okay. No, I, I'm just saying, I think you're talking about the blueberry lemon curd. But she has a pumpkin one, which I remember from last year. She's mm-hmm. bringing it back. 
So you're again, you're going to have to look and, and see. She's not going to have it every day. But when she does have it, it will have a creamy vanilla icing on top. Mm. And um, cool. there's your like little pumpkin pie, pumpkin ham pie. So for all those who love that pumpkin spice thing, this is for you. Mm-hmm. See what I do for my... I know. you. Audience? This is so big of you. Yeah. To let this I'm gonna conversation I'm going to have to take happen. a shower after this. I know. Wash the... The pumpkin Wash the pumpkin off. Film. It's a little pulpy, isn't it? Yeah, the pumpkin so film on my not, body. You're not going to be, this weekend, you're not going to be carving a pumpkin? I think I carved a pumpkin once in my life. I know it wasn't something that you grew up doing, right? You didn't like carve no. pumpkins as a child. No, we never had pumpkins at all as a child. I remember a lot of, like, it got to be a time where you'd, okay, you'd carve the pumpkins, put them out on your porch, and some some really mean human being would come and smash it. Oh, no, we never carved. My parents hated Halloween. My parents hated Halloween. Yeah, do they still? And hate I think it? I think it, it rubbed off on me, and I'm not like you hate Halloween too. Not only hate it, I just people get excited. I'm just like eh. so I. But I heard you're going to that costume party this weekend. Yeah, it's a costume party in my bed where I'm wearing PJs. <laughs> so I'm I'm dressing up as a person who goes to sleep. Yeah. Okay. I do that every year for Halloween. That's a great costume yeah. treat. And and like the people in my dreams get to see the costume. <laughs> good one that's really a good one okay so yeah so that's also in the latest upcoming issue of uh milwaukee magazine november and the, issue and, Where the, did and the, the headline go? is called good gourd good gourd good gourd y'all why don't you call it the great pumpkin would you probably got sued it's a little yeah i suppose it's a little yeah, unoriginal or something. that's the other thing I, that's the only pumpkin i like too it's a great pumpkin i think that was just on tv this week i'm sure it it's playing numerous times but that's the only time i respect pumpkins is, the, is oh okay Charlie Brown yeah, yeah okay <laughs> all right uh, next up is um, as you know a uh, big hit on Broadway is now in Milwaukee Hamilton uh, is at the Market Center I forgot how long it goes for but um, we mentioned before the Rumpus Room is doing Hamilton inspired dinners but now is another place doing a Hamilton inspired dinner and who is that uh, this is the Fitz at the Ambassador Hotel. And they're doing a prefix meal, but it's specifically for the Thursday night performances on October 24th, um, which we just missed, obviously. October 31st, which is next week, November 7th, and November 14th. They're very affordable prefix menus. Uh, and um, the first course is a whipped salt salted cod croquette with preserved lemon and caper tapenade, which is a, a, a representation of the salted codfish that Hamilton's mother sold in her bodega. She had opened a bodega on the island of St. Croix in 1765. This is what I'm learning from mm. the Hamilton press release that's telling me about this, oh, wow. the inspiration for these dishes, because apparently they've really put some, some, thought to some historic uh, yeah, mm-hmm. history into this. Um, the main course is a venison asobuco served with polenta and sticky figs, um, the venison that sounds very colonial. Yeah, <laughs> venison was uh, meat enjoyed in abundance throughout the American Revolution and Hamilton's lifetime. Uh, and then dessert is going to be the to- a toffee apple cake served with homemade vanilla ice cream. Um, and apparently, Hamilton's mother also sold apples um, and crust uh, those types of mm-hmm. I- um, ingredients in her bodega as well. And I guess one of Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton's favorite treats was also ice cream. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Did not know that. We have one last thing. Um, really cool. Uh, Pete's Pop, which I'm surprised he probably does have a pumpkin spice pop. Um, Pete's Pop's doing a really kind of cool thing to close out the season, I guess, sort of. Uh, he's doing some contests. What's the deal with Pete's Pop? Yeah, this weekend is, is when they're closing the shop mm-hmm. um, at 38th and Vliet. And three people are going to win free pops for a year. They need to stop in, though, sometime between today, the 25th, mm-hmm. and Sunday, the 27th, open 12 to 6 each day. And they're selling a limited amount of mystery 10-pack. And inside three of those mystery 10 packs is a golden pop. Wow, this is sounding a little bit uh, like Harry Potter here. uh, uh, Willy Wonka. Oh, Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A golden, yeah, that was not Harry Potter. If you are one of those those lucky people that finds a golden pop, you share a picture of it on Instagram or Facebook, you will win free pops for a year. Wow, that's cool. Cool concept. Yeah. Golden pop. What, what flavor is a golden I pop? I don't know. Probably pumpkin spice. <laughs> uh, that's this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the Lysis Lab with support from Society Insurance and, of course, generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. As always, stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin much. spice Malort. I bet they do have it. I bet. Wouldn't do. that be great? Okay. <laughs> have a great one, Tariq. You too. Enjoy your pajama costume party. Yeah. Rocking it.